1: We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine.
0: Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 212. Happy Friday.
1: Yes, we are excited to have this bonus episode today because it is a continuation of our moving diary. This is now the fifth installment. And we just thought after two months being In Orlando, living near Disney, Uh, we thought you might want to see what it's like.
0: Yep. So we don't really have a general format. We're just kind of talking about what this experience has been like. If you've missed the previous moving diaries, I don't know if you missed too much.
1: I mean, yeah, the basic premise is we've been here for two months and these are our thoughts so far. So we moved down kind of in the mid end half of June. Now it's August. So if you missed the earlier moving diaries, I mean, you could definitely go back and listen to them or you can just tune in and see how it is now.
0: So we just have a couple of questions we want to pose and we'll have some discussion around that and just do a general check in. So the first thing, now that we've been here for two months and last time we talked, we were like freshly moved in. Mm -hmm. I think we labeled it official Floridians. Yeah. Now that we've been here longer, are we going to Disney as often as you thought we would?
1: I I think so. I mean, at first, before I went back to school, we were going to Disney pretty often. Um, I know right there at the beginning, I feel like I was going, I don't want to say every day, but it was almost like every other day. So we were going a lot. I think now that things are kind of more back to normal and I am going to school again, um, we are going on the weekends. So, whether it's one day or both days on the weekend, we are going and we are trying to go like after school at least one day a week. So, for me, I mean, I feel like that's kind of what I expected. Um, and maybe once things settle down and I'm not so busy and trying to figure out like a new school and a new Grade And everything will even be able to go more just like during the week. Um, but what do you think?
0: I think we're going to the parks about the amount that I thought we would go. I mean, there's, of course, the occasional things like in normal circumstances without the park reservation system, we probably would just like pop over to Epcot or something some evenings for dinner more often than we do now, like we still have an Epcot reservation. We have one tomorrow night and we're just going to go have dinner, maybe ride a couple rides and then we'll be done with it. That's kind of how I envisioned a normal local park day going. I think what and we mentioned this last time, I think what we're still missing is we're not
1: going to the resorts. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, but because We are specifically talking about the parks. I didn't mention it. I do think that that's something that we are missing because, again, you know, that would be really easy for us, you know, just after school. I mean, just pop over to a resort for dinner and then you just come back home. I mean, it's just like going to a restaurant. So I do think that that was something that we kind of expected um, and we're not getting that right now. Hopefully it is kind of. Going in that direction where some of the resorts are maybe a little bit more accessible and we have talked about it. You know, we can make a reservation. We just haven't at any of the restaurants. So I don't know if that's like situational or if that's on us at this point.
0: Well, okay. so anybody who knows us knows that we are both one more than the other one of us. Maybe (laughs) our rule followers Yes. So I think we also just kind of have an issue. Like, I don't there's not a particular resort restaurant that I really want to eat at. A lot of times if I want to go visit a resort, I either just want to go sit and chill there or I want to go like have a drink and just hang out. It's not necessarily any of the restaurants calling to me, but like I would love to just sit in Wilderness Lodge right now. Mm -hmm. And because we don't want to quote unquote, break the rules and make a reservation for Whispering Canyon. and We know that you can get there and modify it and move it three days out and then cancel it. And you don't get the penalty. I don't know. I just. Like, I know there's nothing bad about that. It's just harder for me to like go through all of that effort to do it.
1: Yeah, I will agree. It, it almost doesn't seem worth the effort right now, although Geyser Point has been calling your name for quite a while now
0: i desperately need to get the geyser point
1: <laughs> so we'll see it's something that we talk about a lot um but like i said right now it is kind of a weird in between time where like our schedule has picked back up and obviously we haven't dealt with that in a very long time so it's just kind of figuring that out and figuring out um just like when we can Go over there and just enjoy yourselves and relax and maybe stay out later.
0: So we've kind of been in a rhythm where we're making one park reservation during the week, normally Epcot because it stays open the latest. Mm -hmm. And then we are doing at least one, if not both days on the weekends. And we've kind of been in that cycle for a while. Maybe what I would like to see us do is only do one on the weekend and use one of those other nights to go to a geyser point, to go to a boardwalk, you know, something of that sort.
1: Yeah. And, you know, every weekend is different. This weekend, I mean, we're going twice because I wanted to go to Animal Kingdom and I decided I wanted to do that on Saturday. But now we snatched a Hollywood studio. So, I mean, when you see that, you cannot turn that down. So, of course, we're going now. But last weekend we did just go one day and we did kind of use the other day for food, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But I mean I think every weekend is just different and it also just depends on kind of I don't know, just what what's going on.
0: And just to round out that discussion, are we going to springs as much as you thought we would?
1: Now, I would say no, and it's just because the weekends would be kind of like your ideal time to go again just because we can stay out later and do more and spend more time there. And we did have some kind of I don't want to say I don't want to call it a bad experience at Disney Springs, but we it just wasn't worth it. We were not comfortable. Um, it was just a little too crowded for our liking. And now we just make a conscious decision to not go on the weekends. We did go for brunch, but that early in the morning, there's nobody there. So um, I would say right now, no, I don't think we're going to Disney Springs quite as often as we thought we would. But again, when we first came down, we did go a lot, but that was our only option. The parks weren't open. So it's it's balancing out. And I think we're kind of finding that rhythm of how often we're going to go places You know, just based off of how accessible it is and, you know, what our interests are. But it's kind of flowing.
0: So I went this morning to go get that annual pass holder Funko Pop. Mm -hmm. And I was I went and I got him and I ran to Disney to World of Disney they still got them. I actually checked. It's nine o'clock at night now. They still had them an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> so there was no rush at all. But I was there at 9 a.m. before World Disney officially opened and got it. And and then I was sitting there and and Springs opened in like an hour and a half. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, in normal circumstances, I probably would have brought my laptop and I probably would have worked from Starbucks for the morning. Mm-hmm. and came home at lunch and just because of everything going on and you know you're trying to limit your exposure being out I just decided to come home and I mm-hmm. I was out for maybe an hour and a half tops
1: so for you it probably is very different where you aren't going as often as you maybe envisioned
0: yeah because I don't I don't think I was ever going to like I wasn't going to go ride Riser Resistance without you
1: <laughs> while you
0: were at school.
1: Although, I mean, you would. Well,
0: maybe. But I did envision like, you know, we have friends down here. Maybe I'd go get coffee with people a couple times a week or, you know, go work in the Grand Florian Lobby for a morning if I really wanted to. So that's just kind of a gap that I'm still trying to figure out how it's going to work.
1: Yeah. And, you know, over time, it'll change and, you know, those things will come to fruition. But it is just different than that kind of original thing that we had planned.
0: So the next piece that I want to talk about is Park Pass Reservation System. Kind of hit or miss right now. There's tons of availability, but there's been other times where we have an open day that we want to go and we can't get anything that we want. So we decided one day to fill that void by going to Universal Studios.
1: And I will say, Universal is doing a lot right now to entice Florida residents to go. So they were definitely reeling us in, and it wasn't very hard. And we convinced ourselves that we were buying annual passes for each other for our anniversary. So there is that too. But we are now Universal pass holders. So that's exciting. And... We did go. It was the last Friday before I had to go back to work. So that was exciting for us. And overall, we'll start with you, Brendan, because Brendan didn't go to Universal for what was it?
0: Eleven years.
1: Eleven? No. no, nine. Nine years. years. Yeah, I knew eleven was too much. So what were your thoughts?
0: I OK, so overall, I had a blast going to Universal Studios Resort. I prefer Islands of Adventure probably five times more than Universal Studios. To me, the the only allure of going to Universal was Diagon Alley. However, we did not walk through the Simpsons area. I know you hate the Simpsons ride, but I don't necessarily want to ride the ride. I want to go to Moe's and to uh, get a Duff beer and do those things because I grew up watching The Simpsons.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: that area will mean more to me. So I'm looking forward to going back there. We also did not do Men in Black or E.T.
1: Well, I mean, in just one day, it is isn't possible to do everything. And our main mission, I guess, for that first day going was primarily to do all the Harry Potter stuff. Um, And just kind of whatever else we could squeeze in there as well. So I do agree. There's a lot on the universal side that we didn't quite get to. However, we did realize, I don't know if it's because we're getting older or what it is, but we had a pretty miserable time on some of those rides just with the screens and the jerkiness. And I do not remember it being like that.
0: I don't like I know some people love them and I I wish that I did, but I don't think I've ever been let more let down in my entire life than the Jimmy Fallon ride.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: I thought (laughs) like there's no way this will be bad. It's Jimmy Fallon.
1: Yeah, it's got to be great. It's got to be funny. And I mean, it doesn't have to be like over the top technology by, you know, we weren't expecting to be, like, blown away.
0: Do you know what the best part of the ride was? What? The roots wrapping the safety spiel at the beginning of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we thought about that. Um, there's a lot more to do. I think the Islands of Adventure side is more our speed. And even there, we just barely scratched the surface of everything that they have there.
0: We basically just spent time in Hogsmeade and that was it. We didn't get to the Marvel area, so we didn't do Hulk. We didn't do Spider-Man.
1: We didn't do anything. Jurassic Park.
0: So we basically, but that was the goal. Harry yeah. Potter was the goal. And to me, the biggest question was, we bought these annual passes pretty much sight unseen. Um, To a certain extent. We knew a little bit what we were getting into, but we didn't know if it was going to be somewhere that we could repeat visit. And I think we did answer that question that, yes, it is somewhere that we will repeatedly go back. I just think the areas that you will spend time in when you repeatedly go back are a little bit smaller than Disney. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm probably going to spend 90 percent of my time in Harry Potter.
1: Specifically on Hagrid's. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. So we cannot give any spoilers for Hagrid's because I know a lot of people have still not on it
1: and we were big no spoiler people that was we were very intentional about not watching anything
0: and so if you guys know us you know that we hate waiting for rides I would wait an hour and a half for Hagrid's Ooh, to give that scale I would wait two hours for Rise of the Resistance I would wait an hour and a half for Hagrid's
1: how long would you wait for um, runaway railway an hour. Okay. Okay. That's Slunky fair.
0: dog probably an hour.
1: Yeah. I'd say that's a good margin.
0: I think it It is. was definitely
1: worth the price of admission. Oh, 10 yeah. times over. I would buy an annual
0: pass if it was only giving me access <laughs> to Haggard's motorbike adventure.
1: <laughs> it was it was
0: top notch. It really is. Um fortunately we did go before they had their little backstage fire. I don't know if anybody saw about that. Whoops. And it's been having a few technical difficulties today. I saw someone on TikTok today got stuck, right? Well, I can't say where it is. Yeah, don't I'm say. say they
1: got stuck. We'll talk about it later.
0: Right next to really, something really cool. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. <laughs> For Disney well, people. That's, well, that's descriptive. <laughs> really cool. I'm
0: trying to think of an equivalent. Okay, it's like we got stopped right in front of Constance on the Haunted Mansion the other day, and we got to hear her entire spiel. It's that, but even cooler.
1: Okie dokie then. But I will say, for Universal, we had a good time. We will be back. And other than that, I don't really think there's anything else to talk about with Universal, right?
0: Food kind of sucked.
1: I thought I thought we liked our food oh no no you're we right. had a really good food you're so right. skirt go back Rewind. we had really good food <laughs> Brendan I, had
0: a euro mm-hmm. it was mwah, chef's kiss
1: and I <laughs> <laughs> I had some buffalo chicken tenders that were actually really good so scratch that I guess besides the parks
0: I want to say one more thing about universal oh okay It's been an issue right now going to Disney and getting your free cups of water, ice water. Really? Well, I'm not an issue. I mean, they're not as easily accessible. Like you have to go in and normally we only get it when we have a mobile order to pick up. Mm -hmm. Universal, like almost everywhere. You could go up even the carts, popcorn cart, anything. And they had the fountain soda fountain machines, and you could ask for a cup of water. So that's one thing that I thought was really nice about it. Now, they also do sell the Coke Freestyle refillable cups. We did not do that. Uh-uh. I'm a little sketchy about that right now.
1: Yeah, that's that's a whole other conversation that we could do a whole other episode about.
0: But Anyway, I'm super excited. I'm now a UOAP, right?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I always
0: always see people put that on Instagram for the longest time. I had no idea what it
1: was.
0: (laughs) Now a UOAP, a a UOP, as I like to say. And I'm excited that the Jurassic Park coaster that's being built looks phenomenal.
1: It does. Do
0: you think Chris Pratt will be on it?
1: Ooh, maybe. Sometimes they come back for that stuff. Like all the Harry Potter cast came back for all those rides. So maybe.
0: You trying to get media status with Universal yeah. so we can see Chris Pratt?
1: <laughs> yeah. New goals. Setting new goals. So and we're now
0: a Harry Potter podcast.
1: Well, not today. Today we'll finish out our moving diary. Okay. So I guess besides the parks... Um, We just talk about some other things that we've noticed or some other things that have kind of come up quite frequently. The first thing, and it does actually kind of relate back to the parks, but grocery shopping.
0: How do they relate back to the parks?
1: Well, because we've said and we've heard other people say, like, we feel better going to a Disney park than we do going grocery shopping. And I think that is for us, at least we can only speak for ourselves. I think that's a pretty accurate statement.
0: It's a pretty accurate statement. And I'm hoping some other Floridians will be able to help us out. It's like, okay, back in Tennessee, like there's ways around the safety issue. Like you can do pickup, you can do whatever you need to do, order it and have it delivered. So to me, the biggest thing with grocery shopping is in Tennessee, we had a Publix and we had a Kroger. So Kroger, I know, is regional, so some of you have no idea what it is. But Kroger was significantly cheaper than Publix, but you knew Publix was cleaner, had nicer customer service, that kind of stuff. Here, this market is so dominated by Publix and their prices are so high. Mm -hmm. it's really been a tough pill to swallow to know that it's one of your only choices. It's definitely the most convenient choice. Oh, they're
1: everywhere. You can
0: throw a rock and hit (laughs) three of them from our house. (laughs) And I don't know. I just wish, like, so there's Winn-Dixie. We haven't tried it yet. We have not. So maybe that's going to be a better option, but then you have to pass two Publixes before you get to Winn-Dixie.
1: So it is kind of like, you know, driving, convenience versus, you know, you got to weigh all your options. So a lot of
0: people have asked us just like our our early idea of cost of living. And I would say almost for us, almost everything is on par with Tennessee except groceries.
1: And I think that's a fair statement. And I don't know what it is, because even in Tennessee, Publix was more expensive I feel like, and I don't know why. I don't know if they just know that people enjoy shopping there so much that they're willing to pay a higher price.
0: Where shopping is a pleasure.
1: It is a pleasure. And I genuinely like going to Publix, but it is, you know, when you're trying to save money because you're going to Disney so much more often.
0: And your new U ops.
1: And <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like.
0: Or it be U ops.
1: Maybe OOPS sounds cooler, but it is kind of unfortunate. So, we've thought about um, trying like a Target grocery store. We've heard good things about that. We've made the long trek to Trader Joe's one time to try that out, which is
0: awesome, but it's really far away.
1: And it's also, I mean, you can't get like your everyday. Things there. We tried Aldi, too.
0: That was our complaint about Aldi. I was trying to remember. We
1: we literally couldn't buy dryer sheets. I needed dryer sheets. We could not do laundry. And I asked the guy and he's like, oh, we must not have them right now. And I was baffled. So I think Aldi, again, has a lot of good things, too. We had, you know, it checked a lot of boxes for things that we liked. But if you can't buy things like tissues or dryer sheets, then what's the point?
0: So I know it sounds like we're just complaining, but if you are thinking about moving down here, I think it's worth considering about what are your essential stores around you.
1: Mm -hmm. And just knowing that things here might not be the same as they are, you know, wherever you are right now, because I think out of all the things that we expected to change, I don't think grocery shopping was ever on our list of things that we thought would be different.
0: No. You know, I mean, we just
1: we just assumed that we would come down and go to Publix and that would be it.
0: And then I went to the 15 checkout line and my bill was $87. I was like, what the heck is going on here?
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: if anybody has any tips on grocery savings, maybe Catherine, you can become a professional coupon clipper.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that in all my free time.
0: <laughs> Sounds good.
1: Okay. So it's settled.
0: Um, the one of the other things I want to talk about was with any one of the best parts of travel, is, I think, it is exploring and finding new restaurants. And that has been one of the most exciting things here, but also a little sad. But. We have just found we've got a list of all of these amazing local Orlando food spots that we need to go, lots of coffee shops, lots of cool bars, and then a lots of-
1: Diners, you know, drive-ins and dives um, that we've tried out.
0: Yeah, so on one hand, we wanna try all these places. On the other hand, we're trying to be good and like only sit at outside places. So you have to do your research before, make sure they have a patio, and then not go at three o'clock in the afternoon where you will-
1: <laughs> When you'll melt. When
0: you'll melt. But to me, it's just so exciting that there's this like brand new palette of food options that we get to explore, and that will occupy us for years,
1: probably. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, even when we were in Nashville, we started trying to go to a lot of different local places and we definitely didn't get to hit up everything in Nashville. So right now, we were kind of using weekends as like, oh, we can go for lunch, you know, let's pick a cool place and You know, we can try to find a dessert in the same area, like make it a whole not a whole day activity, but definitely something to kind of look forward to. And we're willing to make the drive. Um, And we've had some home runs so far. Um, So the first place we went to came from diners, drive-ins and dives. And we just happened to be watching it on TV and it came up and we're like, yes, we will go there tomorrow. So we had brunch at Seven Bites. And it was phenomenal. So good. And.
0: Outdoor seating, temperature checks, the whole run. Really great.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then the best part about being in that area was Gideon's Bakehouse was just a couple blocks away. So we had to go there. And they're coming to Disney Springs. So we were excited to try that out. It's been on our list for forever to go there. And what did you think, since you're the cookie connoisseur? um,
0: We need to try it again. That's what I'll that say. That is
1: not a ringing endorsement.
0: I thought it was good. It's, uh, Tell pe- us how
1: you really feel.
0: People are going to send me hate mail. Probably. I feel like the presentation was better than the actual food. And some things are just like that. It's cool to get it. You break it apart. It looks phenomenal.
1: The box was so heavy.
0: The, the box is heavy. <laughs> it, the box is cute. And, you know, the aesthetic is really nice. Then you eat it. And I. I liked it.
1: So for me, I I will maybe shed some light on that. Um, it's just a lot. I mean, to eat one cookie you could split it between two people and feel completely satisfied with just eating a half a cookie. And for context here, we got six. (laughs) So we went with my sister. So we all picked out two cookies and we thought that would be perfect. You know, I mean, it doesn't sound like that much until you actually get the cookie and they are incredibly thick. And then if you've ever seen these cookies, if you haven't, Maybe pause for a second and go look them up on Instagram so you can see what we're talking about. But they are covered in chocolate chips, just like smashed into the top, I guess. I don't know how they do it, but covered in chocolate chips. And it just makes it very, very filling and, of course, very, very sweet, which you're probably seeing it at home like, well, duh, like that sounds amazing, and it was amazing. I think the cookie was perfect. It was soft. It was chewy. It was everything that you would want in a cookie. But it was almost too much. And I don't think we've ever said that about a dessert in our entire lives. I mean, do you think that's fair?
0: Yeah. I mean, normally we can down any sweet. And we, we each took a third of a cookie.
1: Mm-hmm. To try just a little bit of each flavor.
0: And by the time we tried all three, all three of us. Like, I'm going to be ill.
1: <laughs> we need to go nap this off. <laughs> and that was kind of it.
0: So, I don't know. I am interested. So, in their location, they're in Easton Market, if anybody is familiar with the Orlando area. It's worth driving out there. That's a really cool area. Lots of uh, kind of small and, I don't know, what do you say say, like artisan type places?
1: Yeah, just it's almost like little booths, like very different, like handmade foods and different little shops.
0: Well, I was even saying that at area as a whole.
1: Well, yeah, even oh. in the area as a whole. I mean, lots of local food, um, mom and pop places uh, like thrift stores.
0: I know this won't hit home with many people. But if you're familiar with Nashville, it's very similar to East Nashville. Wouldn't you say?
1: It's an older area that is up and coming and it looks like it. There's really colorful murals all over the place. You can tell that older buildings are being repurposed um, and they're trying to build up the area. And I mean, it allows for some really cool places to come in. I mean, there's just little coffee shops, And things all over the place. I mean, you could eat there every day for a year and probably not eat everything.
0: So I guess that kind of leads me into that. If you are, there's so much good food on Disney property and universal property as well. If you include City Walk, lots of great options. But, you know, especially now, if you're coming to Disney World and you're driving, maybe because you don't want to fly or even if you're renting a car whatever the thing might be, Orlando has a lot to offer that I did not realize at all. Lots of art, lots of, you know, local business driven. And it's really, really cool to see now that we're here because I don't think we really got a good picture of that when we used to visit Orlando and we'd stay in the Disney bubble the whole time. And even when we came down and visited and drove out and we were trying to find different neighborhoods, that's just not the areas that we necessarily wanted to live. But I'm really happy to know that they are there. So I would recommend anybody checking those out. I know a lot of you don't like TikTok, but TikTok (laughs) is a wonderful resource when it comes to Orlando food. If you can just search the hashtag Orlando food or something like that, some variation on it. You will find so many videos and people explaining, you know, what's the best menu items and showing you pictures of it and what area it's in. So Orlando is jamming.
1: Yeah. And it is just really exciting for us to know that not that we will ever get tired of Disney or run out of things to do, but it is nice to know that, you know, if we don't want to go to a park, but we don't just want to sit at home, there are a lot of other. Local places that we can try and a lot of things for us to explore. Um, And it really is just like exciting to have new opportunities and new experiences.
0: And that doesn't even mention Tampa, which has like equally as many cool spots. And we're only an hour and a half
1: away. Yeah, we've talked a couple of times already about wanting to make like a weekend trip over to Tampa to try out some of their things. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what it is that we talked about.
0: A 90s bar.
1: Oh, that it's is, like that's all
0: themed to MTV and like everything that we love.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say all the things that we love,
0: like Fresh Prints, all that,
1: though. So, Tampa will be another cool place for us to try out. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it already in an, in another moving diary, but I guess two months in we have gone to the beach. So that's something that we got to experience. Being down here, going on our first kind of local Florida weekend beach trip. It was a big hit.
0: It was fun. We went to the Gulf side and water was like bath water.
1: It was amazing. It was great. We sat under our umbrella and our um, little tent with our little chairs the entire time. And it was a dream.
0: However, next time we go, Catherine's going to have to wear... The little uh, things that cover her ears because I need earplugs. She got an ear infection from the ocean water.
1: Yeah, apparently I am not a mermaid in any sense. And uh, you don't grow out of getting ear infections. I would get ear infections a lot as a kid because we would go swimming a lot. And I vividly remember as a kid having to wear earplugs. You don't grow out of that, apparently. So your hearing
0: is already not great. (laughs) I can't imagine (laughs) (laughs) Trying to talk to you with you wearing earplugs.
1: So we'll have to work on that. But overall, I would say
0: everything has been great. I mean, I can't think of any like big red flags or anything like that. I guess there is one thing I want to say. If you are buying a home and thinking about moving here, we had HOAs in Tennessee. HOAs are a huge thing in Florida. Now, HOAs work in your advantage because they keep property values up. However, they are the most bureaucratic red tape type of organization that you will.
1: Tell them how you really feel. Well, that's what it is. (laughs) It's just
0: nonsense. Submit this form, sign this form, yada, yada, yada. I would try to do as much research as you can on that before moving down here. I don't think... Knowing what we know now about our HOA, it would not have convinced us not to buy this house. But it would have just been nice information to know.
1: Yeah. So I guess just do your research. Um, We're not anti HOA. I guess I can speak for myself. I don't know how Brendan feels now. He's the one who deals with them, honestly. But um, they are very different here, maybe compared to what you might be used to. So that is. That's some good advice.
0: But we're getting our fence.
1: We are getting a fence. Our dogs will be, I mean, just over the moon excited. They've never had a fence. They're probably missing their dog park. So we're very excited. I guess some other things. Your car gets very hot during the day.
0: I have a black car. We might need to sell it.
1: We, I want to get one of those sun reflector things and brendan is very against that
0: only if you get light in mcqueen's eyes
1: i i would be down for anything honestly because it is the surface of the sun
0: i think a good first step would be to tint our windows
1: that's more expensive than a sun blocker thing well
0: that's that's fair
1: and polarized sunglasses have been a life changer I never have had polarized sunglasses. I don't know how I made it (laughs) in 26 years without polarized sunglasses, but they're the best thing I ever purchased. You can buy some really cheap.
0: Yeah. So apparently it is worth exploring outside of Target for your sunglasses. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) But um, I think we're really excited for fall and winter, like 70s, 80s, little cool breeze at night sounds amazing
1: we talk about it almost daily (laughs) how excited we are for when it gets just a tad bit cooler
0: and then yeah so we've had a blast we thank you guys for following along on this journey with us we'll probably do another update at i don't know four months five months six months
1: i guess we'll just see when we have more news it's been a while since we checked in um I guess we don't know exactly when we will again, but for now, that's how things are going.
0: So, of course, if you have any questions about our move or if, some, if it's something you're thinking about, we'd love to chat about that. We are an open book. We'll share any of our experiences and give you any kind of unsolicited advice <laughs> <laughs> that you may need. Um, but we really appreciate you guys listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. We will be back on Monday with an interview. So hope you can join us then.